Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club, and welcome our author, the strong and powerful Joyce Martyr. Joyce, are you ready to do this? You bet. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you on. Joyce is an LCPC. She's a pioneering psychotherapist, an entrepreneur, and mental health thought leader, and the author of the upcoming book, The Financial Mindset Fix, a mental fitness program for an abundant life. Joyce, again, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to write the book. Absolutely. So my husband, Jason, and I live in Evanston, Illinois, just north of Chicago. It's like an herb, not quite a suburb, close to the city. And we're a blended family. I have 16 and 19-year-old daughters and 22 and 25-year-old stepchildren and two rescue dogs. I'm really into mindfulness, like meditation and yoga. And I moved here from Ohio State to start grad school because I just love psychology. I care about the deeper aspects of life, our emotions, our connection to each other and the world around us. And I found my work so deeply rewarding and meaningful as a psychotherapist for over 20 years. And I love sharing what I've learned through talks. So I have a talk called The Psychology of Success that I've been giving for about 10 years for Fortune 500 companies and universities. And that's really the thesis of this book. I'm so excited to get it out in the world. And it's really what I've learned from my clients as well as my own entrepreneurial journey. Nice. What was the term you used to describe Evanston? It wasn't a suburb, it's what? It's an herb. It's a made up term. And it's, <laughs> you know, we can walk to coffee shops and restaurants and take two different trains into the city and there aren't strip malls and things like that. So for me, it's a perfect balance Excellent. right on the lake. I love it. Perfect. All right. So a psychotherapist for 20 years and you've been doing speaking to, 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 to great big companies for 10 years. And that's sort of the thesis of the book or, or what motivated you to do it. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So I noticed in my practice that as my clients started to make progress in therapy, they started to earn more money. They started to get raises and promotions and starting their own businesses and succeeding. And I was like, why is this happening? Because we were talking about their depression or anxiety or relationship issues. But I realized that no matter what we were working on, we were always working on their underlying self-worth. And Susie Orman noticed that there's a huge connection between self-worth and net worth and that self-worth leads to net worth but not the other way around and i've become really interested in the psychology of money how our belief systems about money and our emotions around money and our relationship and behaviors with money impact our financial reality and i learned that as an entrepreneur by making a thousand mistakes so I was motivated to learn from my clients to help my business. And, and I think I'm onto something that I want to share with others. Nice. I love it. That had to be, um, what was the sort of the trigger where, 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 where the light bulb kind of came on for you? Just seeing people getting their, I, I don't want to be clumsy or blunt, getting their acts together. And then that leading to like, oh, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's, that's pretty interesting. I, I guess it makes sense. Well, I have treated now thousands of people 
across all different walks of life. It's been such a blessing, different races, religion, socioeconomic status, life experiences. And it's been such an honor to get to know them deeply and to learn from them. And after that amount of time and experience, you start to see holistic truths, like those those things that are consistent that lead to success in life. So I've identified 12 mindsets that I've seen in my clients lead to holistic success, including mental health, physical health, connected relationships, emotional intelligence, and greater financial success. So it's a, a recipe for success, if you will. Nice. So what are you hoping that that, 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 that people really get out of reading it? I am very ambitious and I want to yeah. help the world. We've been living through a global pandemic, obviously, that has been a global mental health and financial health trauma. And I hope that my book provides some really practical and useful tools and inspiration to help people recover and rebuild and move from struggling to thriving. So it's my hope and intention to reach more people and, and help them in the ways that I've helped my clients. Nice. Yeah, appreciate that. It's fascinating and wonderful that we have the ability, and obviously books have been around for a really long time, but just different mediums as you've been doing your private practice work and doing your speaking for, for 20 years and have had this massive impact, but now you have the opportunity to, to take what you've learned and taught to potentially millions of people. So I love it. I'm super honored and excited. Yeah, very cool. So talking about habits, I, I imagine that there's a lot of, of habits that, that you've seen over the course of your career that you say, okay, here's some bad ones that we really need to start unraveling. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think we're all shaped and molded by our earlier life experiences, and we learn roles and relationships and sometimes unhealthy thinking or patterns. So some of the things that I help people with are ending self-sabotage, so maybe not practicing good self-care, not accessing support, having fear-based or negative thinking that sets their own ceilings, and really helping them shift to more abundant thinking, thinking bigger, and aligning their unique gifts with the need in the world to the biggest extent possible, overcoming fear of expanding their comfort zone and accessing support and using psychology for negotiation and all aspects of life to advocate for a better life. That's a lot. It is. It is <laughs> it's a comprehensive program. It's a big book. I, one of my friends reviewed the book and she's like, man, Joyce, you, you, you tackled a lot. <laughs> and I did. I'm excited about it. Well, you, you, you might as well, right? Right. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be ridiculous just to kind of scratch the surface. Let's 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 go ahead and help people actually end self-sabotage and figure out what their unique gifts are and help them align that to their work. But without doing that, that's you, you're just not going to get to reach not that ultimate potential is a thing or perhaps it is a thing. Um but without doing this work and digging in, you're just probably not going to how how do you think about that well i think that we're all works in progress and none of us is perfect and we all have our strengths and our challenges and if we work on ourselves and our relationship with ourselves in a conscious way 
just like we would tend to our physical health. So this is called a mental fitness program, and it's developing these skills for your mind and your thinking and your emotions to help you lead a bigger life. And so I think, you know, we all have these these ways that we unconsciously sabotage ourselves and until we make them conscious and we choose something better. And so my book is really practical. There's a ton of tools and strategies, tips and exercises. It's super user friendly. It's not academic and and dry. Uh, I share a lot of my own embarrassing stories along the way to kind of normalize people's experiences and inspirational stories for my clients. So people know they're not alone. We're not perfect. And I believe we all keep growing and developing. And that's what keeps us engaged in, in a full life and connected. Do you think that that, I mean, everything you just described really resonates a lot with me and really what whatever industry that you're working in, if, if you are a, a psychologist or you are a physicist or you're a financial advisor, your ability to take things and make them accessible and entertaining even is what's going to probably help you to become more effective and ultimately successful, right? Yes, absolutely. And the more that we work on ourselves and we're authentic, the more we can put ourselves out in the world with, with confidence and genuineness that's going to help us succeed. How how do you talk to people about being authentic? Because that's not it, it. Strikes me that that's like that, that's such a tricky thing. Because I've been this version of of George for twenty years, but it's not necessarily maybe who I really am. Or but 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 now maybe it is. Right. Well, one of the chapters that I'm most proud of is on the connection between ego and essence. So we all have ego as part of the human condition. And it's the mask we wear to the world around us. It's our mind's identity of ourself. And our essence is our deeper, truer self, our highest self. Some people might even call that your soul. And that's your authentic self. So the more that we can learn to observe and detach from ego and connect with that, that light, that spark, that thing within us that makes us unique, the more we're going to be able to share that with others. And I love Brene Brown's work about moving through shame, because I think we all have feelings of shame and inadequacy, which actually is the other side of ego. So we sometimes think of ego as arrogance, but actually feelings of inadequacy are also aspects of ego. And so if we know that we're all innately worthy, and we're not meant to be perfect. We can bumble along the way. We extend ourselves self-compassion. We can begin to be honest with ourselves and honest with others, and that allows for deeper intimacy and connection. Yeah, I think that that's I think that that's awesome. So why why mental fitness program? Well, I have discovered the, there's a huge relationship between men, mental health and financial health. Obviously, when our financial health is poor, we're going to suffer from anxiety or depression or stress or relationship issues. But if we improve our mental health, we actually can promote our finances. So I am sharing all these tools that are empirically proven from psychology to improve your finances. So I think sometimes we think if we improve our finances, we need to talk to a financial planner only. But the, the 
managing of money really isn't rocket science. It's our psychology that makes it difficult. And, and we self-sabotage ourselves financially. And my book is going to show you how to not do that and how to use psychology to improve your financial health and your overall happiness and well-being. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen, for sure. So much of uh so much of what 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 ails us financially is not my inability to understand the stock market or things like that. It is what is just it, it really is just just my behaviors, but it's 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 my beliefs about myself and 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 everything that you've been describing. So, um when so the, the whole idea of a fitness program, I I, I think about what I do when I get up on a daily basis and exercise and stretch and I, 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 I go to the gym and I incorporate all these different aspects. Is this something that I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life? I really hope so. I had one friend say, I can't wait to read your life manual because <laughs> she helped me with editing in the beginning stages. And it really is a manual to help you with different aspects of your life. So as different challenges come up, you can go back to it. But the physical or the fitness exercises, the mental fitness exercises are things like looking at your self-talk. So in cognitive behavioral therapy, they say our thoughts precede our emotions and our behaviors. So there are exercises to look at, you know, what do you think of when you think of money? What are your beliefs about money? What are your beliefs about people with a lot of money? Uh, there are mindfulness exercises to help you cultivate presence and mindfulness around your spending so that you're making thoughtful rather than reactive choices. And also the importance of accessing support. I know for me as a business owner, I let my ego get in the way and I was really afraid of seeking consultation because I was afraid someone would tell me that my business model didn't work. Hmm. And I caused myself a lot of suffering by doing that. And I, I'm a big believer in reaching out for support, even like my business was in shambles when I, I finally sought the help that I needed and I wished I'd done it much sooner. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Your your friend who was editing your book, I can't read. I can't wait to read your your uh, life manual. I think that's awesome. <laughs> How funny! So, uh, no better way just than than simply to ask this question: Is 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 this your first book, or 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 are you an author many times over? I have been a blogger for about ten years, and I've loved it. And I have another book that I've written, but not yet put out in the world. So this is my first published book and I really hope to write more. I loved the process and I feel like at this point in my career, it's what I find really rewarding. Awesome. Well, I, I can't even imagine the stuff that's that's that that's in your head and you want to get translated on paper um, doing the work that you've been doing for, for the time that you have and work the amount of people that you have. How long did it take you? Well, I have had different iterations of this book for more than 10 years. Wow. <laughs> I went through a lot of rejection and in my book, I talk about resilience and not giving up. And I'm so glad I didn't give up because I ended up with Sounds True, which is one of my favorite publishers with some of my favorite authors that are amongst them. And And so I'm so excited to get it out in the world. And um, once I sat down and wrote it, it took about six months and it just flowed. I, I knew what I wanted to say and I had fun, fun doing it. I share some of my own story, client examples, use some humor, and then have tons of exercises and, and 
tools for people to build these skills. I love it. Was there uh, was there anything that you really wanted to make sure you didn't do? I didn't want to be academic or stuffy or talk down to people in any way. I don't like when psychologists act like we've got it figured out <laughs> because we're human beings. <laughs> we've got into this field because of our own stuff. So it's very human. And I wanted it to be more how rather than why. So people know what to do and it actually can do something with it to move forward. Nice. I appreciate that. So, is there really is 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 there a key area that you really want to reinforce for people main ideas thoughts well i kind of mentioned it earlier that i i'm really proud of that ego chapter because i think there's been a lot of confusion where some people say like we need to get rid of our egos but we actually need healthy ego to have healthy confidence and put ourselves out in the world and I've come up with a schema to help people find that happy medium. I call it the, the balance between diva and doormat. So the diva is kind of grandiose and is not respectful of other people's boundaries. And guys can be divas too. Sure. And then on the other hand, there's the doormat that isn't respectful of his or her own boundaries. So helping people find that assertive, happy medium. And I have these wheel exercises for every chapter that I'm so proud of. They're self-assessment tools, and they all fit together into this, I think, really beautiful program for holistic wellness. And people can use these wheels in corporate wellness programs and book clubs for themselves, with their kids, with, with family members. And I hope it provides a lot of healing. Amazing. I love it. Well, Joyce, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and where can they pick up a copy of The Financial Mindset Fix, a mental fitness program for an abundant life? So at financialmindsetfix.com, you will find information about the book and links to buy it, pre-order it on Amazon or Walmart, Target, Indie Books, wherever you want. The book will be released July 27th. And you can find more information about me at JoyceMarter.com, J-O-Y-C-E-M-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I'm on social media with my name. So I'd love to connect and I try to post really inspiring stuff. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Joyce your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up a copy of The Financial Mindset Fix, a mental fitness program for an abundant life wherever fine books are sold. And you can learn more about Joyce at JoyceMarter.com. That's J-O-Y-C-E-M-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thanks again, Joyce. Thanks so much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.